What up, what up, what up? Welcome to the Words of Wade podcast, episode 137. Ha <laughs> <laughs> I am your humble host, Wade Aloysius Blogs. Uh, A.K.A. Go ahead, say it, man. Go ahead, say it. I'm not gonna say it. I'm not gonna say it. I'll say it for later. Um, B. Wade Blogs, A.K.A. Mr. Quid Pro Quo. I feel like I need another one though. I need something else. Why you need so much? It just sounds better when you have all these aliases. Like you remember um, the old Method Man joke, Johnny Blaze, Tacalian Stallion. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. So you just need to keep adding to the list. Yeah, man. So at some point, like the first ten minutes is gonna be nothing but you naming just, off AKA. Just different names. Okay. Yeah, on the Judgment Day album when Chris Rock just kept going. Yeah, exactly. But it's me. I'm Wade. Hey, how y'all doing? <laughs> I'm here with. The sweet talker. <laughs> scan yeah, it's scan. It's me. <laughs> is here. I'm here. <laughs> See how short and sweet that was? That's how he can get the first five minutes to himself. See? No, I'm sweet, here. The sweet talker. No, it's not working. The dolomite tone. Don't. Sweet talker. Stop it. You're making it sound tacky as shit. <laughs> right? Exactly. That's how you do the it. street walker. No. No, sir. No. <laughs> Blame G. He started last week. G started last week. I never thought about it. So but that's what said. it sounds like. So we're not going to use that. Okay, everyone. It is Sweet Talk. It's the, the other podcast that I'm on. But thank you for the plug moment. I appreciate that. And of course... Um, <laughs> he's a clown. <laughs> Live via satellite. You know what I mean? G is here. That's where my head went. Streetwalker. What? <laughs> G did it, yo. And he said it in a dolomite type of way, you like a pimp. And we have it. scared Streetwalker. <laughs> You gotta say it with the dolomite tone. See, and nobody can see what he did. Like, he even, like, put his hands out like he was introducing me on a stage and shit. Like, he was Nick Cannon on America's Got Talent. Like, that's why I'm laughing so hard. Because, see, G knows. I'm sure the person that looks at the camera, there's no camera here. G knows I am. The Streetwalker. All the Streetwalker. Right, right. Oh man! You gotta hit the movies. I'm glad we aren't live on the stage anywhere because they were expecting me to get up. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> you saw the whole thing. Oh man! Yeah, I started laughing, y'all. I couldn't hold it. Oh my God, my side hurts. <laughs> well, like I said, from satellite, via satellite, G is here, y'all. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, I meant to say this earlier, but I oh, guess I'll say it now. Do y'all have any plans for um, this upcoming weekend? You mean because it's Valentine's Day on Friday? Yeah, I guess. Is that why? Yeah. You know, usually I spend the day, first thing in the morning, I start with my rants of fuck Valentine's Day. <laughs> So I'll probably spend the entire day on social media doing nothing but losing friends (laughs) and 
People calling me a bitter ass bitch. But I really don't celebrate Valentine's Day, I guess. I, I guess I don't, I've never had like, no, I don't want to say never. It's been years. Let's put it like that. It's been years. So me, myself, mm-hmm. on Valentine's Day, after working, I'm going to the movies. I'm taking myself on a date. I kind of want to go see that movie with a photograph. And I'm usually not a romance type of movie person. Really not. But I like my girl from Insecure. I feel like it's going to be kind of funny, you know, yet not overly, but romantic. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And I, I like to support, you know, black actors okay. and actresses. You know what I mean? So that'll be what I'm doing. Nothing wrong with that. Nothing, what, what about you, G? What about what you gonna, what's your plans for this upcoming? Yeah, there'll be happy single, singles awareness day. <laughs> <laughs> Ain't it? That's what they need to call it. Yeah, singles awareness day. Pretty um, much. I like that. Somebody is, 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 all I'm going to say is it's going to align with the ceiling. <laughs> oh Lord. I follow you. I follow you. Unkadish, I think y'all follow him too. Mm-hmm. Uh, Step through. <laughs> you stupid. He about to put his whole foot in it. He mm-hmm. about to cut it out. His whole waistline. All the way. I, I'm, for me, unfortunately, I have two daughters. Mm-hmm. So like, um, I can't do nothing. So I have to do something for them. Oh really? Yeah. I, I, I started out when they were little, and now they're a little older. They're kind of expecting it now. Mm. So even if I want to do nothing, they're oh, so you me. planted that seed? Yeah. So if I want to do nothing, look at me like Dad. Um, yeah. You know what today is? It's funny. I got an eighteen-year-old daughter, and I haven't thought about doing shit. But it's it's different. Oh, but she already made her own plans on Valentine's Day with her girlfriend. So you see, yeah. didn't even have to work that out. She kind of did that on but her see, own. I'm, it's a father-daughter thing. It's different. Uh, I guess. Hold on! Hold on! Hold on! Hold on! Hold on! She's going with one of her friends, a female friend. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah, All right, Uncle coming. G. Calm down. Calm down, Uncle G. I thought it was coming. <laughs> look. look. <laughs> Calm down, Uncle G. She's 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 made a f- she's going with a girl she goes to school with. Yeah, she's not she's not about that life. She's all right. I'm about to say, look, man, got long guns. <laughs> oh gosh. Yeah. Uh, but no, I've set the trend for my daughters that, you know, I get them something or I send something to school for them. So I kind of got to keep that up. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I probably won't send nothing to school for them because I kind of hate that. I just like, I like doing it in the beginning because it was like, it was really it was embarrassing. Cute. It was cute. They're a little oh, older now, so they're, right. like, they're like, Dad, um. No, Dad, the hearts in it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I probably just have something in their room when they come home. Mm-hmm. I think I might do something to I might do something simple like you know get them a little heart with Reese's or some shit I don't you know my son just likes candy so he doesn't give a damn of course of course kids all kids like candy and my daughter likes I just wore her like a bag of jelly beans the other day so (laughs) yeah so that's what I probably do but as far as me personally nah man I'm not gonna I'm gonna work I gotta work and that's it. Yeah, pretty that's much. It. It's no nobody, plans. No, nobody nothing. cares about me. So. No, same here. It's okay. I'm, I'm, single I'm, awareness day, like he said. It's a I'm, way to remind you that you're fucking single. I don't think I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm more looking forward to the 15th and the 14th. Listen, it sucks that I'll be at work and bitches be getting flowers and shit. Know. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'll be walking past the front desk wanting to knock that shit over. You know what I mean? Get that shit out of here. He should have been sent your flowers. Why it took you this day to send you some fucking flowers? How about you tell him I said that? Well, man, I love you. Bitch, you ain't special. 
I definitely feel like doing that a lot. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't think I've ever in my life, like since like elementary school, got anything from out of it. No, mm-hmm. I have. It's just probably been. I can't remember what like, it was. Well, I'm a man, so it's a little different. You know, y'all don't care about us, so we don't what? Really, we don't really get shit. See, uh, <sighs> that's why we got March. <clears throat> they don't celebrate that either. And see, I tell you, I really am starting to think something's wrong with me because I'm not that type of person. I feel like that's a that's an even switch. Like, I buy gifts for a significant other for Valentine's Day. Something cute, something that means, you know what I mean? Because you can do something nice for someone without having to spend a lot of money. You, can't, you really can. Yeah. But unfortunately, a lot of people think that their their presence is the present. No, they just got to put some sincerity into it, some thought. Make it special. I wish. But no, I I, I definitely it's believe in that. Love, I feel like it's just men deserve it just as much as women. Sure. It's all right. Like, you ain't got to go over the top. Like, they, you right. ain't got to be wild crazy. You got to do a whole bunch of uh, the the box uh, the, uh, with the dress in it. Put this on. Be mm-hmm, ready by mm-hmm. seven. You send a call and then you get to the restaurant. That's all extra. I'd be looking at a motherfucker like, where did you get? Why you spent money for a car to come pick us up? Like, yeah, I would have drove. Really. <laughs> in heels, I would have drove. It's not a problem. I'll tell, tell y'all women something right now. That that line is so much bullshit. What's the, that? The line that you want a guy to call you and say, get dressed, we're going out, is so much bullshit. Because I tried that line before, and you know what happens? A thousand questions. Really? Um, I'm like, hey, baby, go ahead and get dressed, we're going out. Where we going? I thought you had something to do tonight. Where you get this money from? Like, bitch, I just said get dressed. I told you it'd be something. <laughs> I tell you something wrong with me, man. <laughs> something wrong with like, me, man. You know what I'm saying? Like, yo, I call you, get dressed, we going out. I got a thousand questions. I don't do that stuff no more. Don't do that don't, don't stop doing that. There's there's women that's like me that still are out here that appreciate shit like that and wouldn't have said a fucking word. But, oh, do what? Oh, how, how long do I got? Do I got an hour? Give me an hour. Do I have an hour to get ready? Nah. That's the only question. How long do I have to get ready? Other than that... I'm good to go. I get questions and complaints. Yeah. You should have been told me this because I would have did this and this. Yeah, like if I do that, it's it's the longest it's gonna be is thirty minutes. Like yo, I'm in. I'm about to pull up. Be ready in thirty. Oh, I can get ready in thirty. I just <laughs> just let me know how long I have. <laughs> Where are we going? Just put on some clothes and don't fucking matter. Right. Yeah, I, I never. That's never that easy for me. So that's when you do the medium look. You do some nice boots with some heels, but then you still got some jeans on with a nice blouse. See, that's medium. That's in between. Women need to understand this. If they put on a, a, a pair of fitting jeans, like the denim fitting jeans that show a little ankle, a pair of pumps, black pumps and a black casual shirt, you're dressed for whatever. Pretty much. That, that, is, that is the go-to outfit. Like, whether we go into the movies, you could go to a nice dinner, that is the go-to outfit. It just, is. A, just put that shit on and, and rock with me. You know? <laughs> Always make sure that shit is ironed. <laughs> Hanging in the closet, ready to go. Exactly. That, is, that is your superhero attire. That is, the, that is your fucking booth change. But when I get somebody, it always takes them forever, and it takes like at least forty days and forty nights for them to get that stuff together. They want to ask a thousand questions: What we doing? Where we going? I thought you said this. I thought you said this. So why didn't you tell me this? I need to get my hair done, get nails done. It's it's never just hey, get dressed, we going out. Oh, well, I'm sorry to hear that. See, and then there's people like me going to the movies by myself. 
I went to the movies by myself one time in my life, and going to the movies felt awkward. But when I was there, I was fine. Mm-hmm. But I just felt awkward by myself, like walking and getting yeah. to your seat and yeah, like, uh, yeah cuz you feel alone yeah 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 single awareness day yeah <laughs> I, 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 I can i can go to the movies by myself i can go eat by myself i don't have a problem with my nah, i would I not eat by myself i definitely won't do that i will but you know the only difference is i won't sit at one of the regular tables i'll sit at the bar no i, I will mm-hmm. i will like if the restaurant has a bar i'll sit at the bar and eat I just want no, to go. No, I just, no, just, no, just put no, it to go. No, I'll be out. In the little table in the middle by myself. No, fuck that. I want a booth. See, he want a booth. Oh, you just being ignorant <laughs> now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm myself good today. I want a booth. I want some cushions. <laughs> give, me, give me some back support for real. Right. Are you really good somebody, sir? No, it's just me. I'm ready to order. Just me. I'm ready to order. What took you so long? <laughs> <laughs> well, I tell y'all what. Inclination. If you celebrate Valentine's Day, then go out and celebrate it. If you celebrate Single Awareness Day, go celebrate it. If you celebrate Happy Sad Chick Day, mm. go celebrate that as well. Mm-hmm. Um, that's, that's unfortunate that that's a category. So but is, um, the, is the 16th technically the Sad Chick Sad Chick Day? Oh my God! Can the, we not? That is Sad Chick Sad. Oh man. <laughs> mm. I, I, I'm I, guessing so. Because you know, Fab had the line. When he was like, you know, an entree ain't as good without something on the side. But it's typically a three-course meal. So the 14th <laughs> is the entree. See, then you got the side, but then you got the side of the side. See, this is why G gets in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> this is why G gets in trouble. Listen. Okay, honestly, audience can't see me. I'm just sitting here shaking my head. That's all I'm doing. I'm asking the question. All I'm saying is. Enjoy your weekend. Right, safe. right. Just enjoy the day, however you decide to spend it. And be safe because yes, you know, don't be going out in public if you can't go out in public. You understand? Oh lord! And if you have a sad chick, let her know she's a sad chick. Oh my gosh! Because that's that's what people mess up at. Hov told y'all the problem is if you can go out in public. If you can't go out in public, go out in public. If you can't, you might as well get the movie eats. Listen, play smart. I do not eat Uber Eats. Look, 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 if you can't go out in public, but you gotta go to the movies, don't go see no shit that just came out. Don't see some shit that's been out for like two weeks. So, you like, y'all on the wrong show. Y'all need to save this for my show. What the fuck are y'all doing? This is wrong. Stop giving tips on this show. Tips for sad chicken. Right. <laughs> All right, what's let's, let's, sad chicken is what we call it? <laughs> yep. We'll do an episode about side chicks. All right, let's get into what we like to call. Um, the rundown. The rundown. The rundown. Rundown. All right, so news broke this week, and I got to start off with this because we actually had a whole show about this. I think it was episode 120, I think it was, G. You be remembering the hell out of this right show. I be, I be trying to. <laughs> but can never remember the current show he's doing. It's too much shit going on. <laughs> too many numbers, too many numbers. Uh, we talked about this. Jay Electronica, um... This weekend had Twitter ablaze. That's what he said, ablaze. 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 Ablaze is the word. With his, he started tweeting out from nowhere. And I, of course, will read these tweets because that's what I do. Um, he tweets out, February 7th, album done. My debut album featuring the Hove. Man, this is Highway Robbery. 
recorded in 40 days and 40 nights, started December 6th, 26th. Released in 40 days, a written testimony. Young Guru retweeted, this is not a drill. <laughs> Album's done. Hove even retweeted. Hove don't tweet, first off. <laughs> so Hove got online, and he tweeted, well, he retweeted all JLX tweets. So I asked you people, and on Canadian, I asked you all, do we really think a J-Elect album is coming out? G, what do you think? If, I'm, I'm going to say it the same way I said it. If he drops this out, it better be the best album in the history of music. Not just rap or hip-hop. In the history of music itself. As long as he done made motherfuckers wait for this shit. It better be the best Ever. Of the world, Craig, of the world. Well, let's give Uncondition a little background. If the fucking Martians don't pull up, if we don't have a galactic invasion, electronica, well, let's give a little background to those who don't know. Um, Jay Electronica is just Martian shit. Like Martian, shut the fuck up. This <laughs> Straight up. Oh, God, I hate you. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm just it has to be. It has to have the impact of when Illmatic first came out. Well, I expect that's that's what I expect that. But for those who don't it know, impact like <laughs> like literally, it ex, it exceeds being a classic. It's a masterpiece. For those who don't know, a little background on Jay Electronica. He released his last song in two thousand nine. Mm. Um, Exhibit nice. C, and and that song was phenomenal. Like that, my God, we played it on the show, and I just want to, y'all y'all heard this before? It's Jayla. I didn't have no kids in two thousand nine. Let me get that understood. <laughs> That's how long it's been. I got I got kids. <laughs> 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 the violin and all of that shit. They learned a lot. <laughs> This Okay. My concern with this is first off, just blaze. Nobody's where they were ten years ago. Wait, eleven years ago, honestly. Um let me say this. I do believe it's coming. 
I think I believe it more when I get a lead single. But I believe it simply because Jay Z tweeted, and Jay don't ever tweet. Electronica probably fuck around and just drop that bitch. Fuck a single. Fuck any promotion or anything. That bitch is just gonna come out and you'll know because somebody fucked around and downloaded it. And it starts tweeting like, oh shit, he dropped it. And then that, then he'll just go dormant. <laughs> like, okay, y'all can shut the fuck up. I finally gave y'all an album. Now y'all, can, now y'all can say I have a body of work. You classify me as a great MC. But here's the thing. What if he does that? What if he drops this album? It's a great album. It's a five mic classic album, whatever. And then disappears for another 10 years. What the fuck? <laughs> why, why, why could that surprise me? I honestly think, this is my prediction, I don't think it's going to be a follow-up if he does this album. It'll just be this album and that'll be it. I can see that. I can honestly it, see I that. I can see that. I, I'd be really pissed, though, because if this album, I don't think he would have gotten any worse. If anything, he would maintain his 2009 level. And at that point, when Exhibit C dropped, that was light years ahead. So if he could just maintain that level, he'd be great. He'd still have a great album. But, it, like, the funny thing is, Again, um, I'm going to bring up Illmatic when I say they have to have an impact. A lot of people don't know or maybe choose to forget. Illmatic was a combination of rhymes that Nas had been writing for a couple of years. So from 2009 to 2020, I'm pretty sure he's, he's, yeah, filled up a couple notebooks and to rearrange bars or like I well I'm not going to keep this on this verse I'm going to add it to this verse so to make one solid album and that be his legacy I don't put it past him to just drop that joint and dip I mean think about it you said his last song that he put out was in 2009 <coughs> right? Excuse me. and he's been relevant in conversations about hip-hop since that time without no music out. So to drop a full project at this point, yeah, that'll carry him another 10 years without him having to do shit else. <laughs> and he fucking with a Rothschild. So he can't, he, he good on the money stack. Yeah, that's what he said. He's, he's married to a Rothschild, so he's good. Yeah, yeah. like that, that, shit ain't, that shit ain't got nothing to do with money. I bet I'm gonna give y'all this one project and do. Y'all can shut the fuck up. I'd be so <laughs> yo, I'd be so disappointed if he dropped a cla- if he if he literally drops Illmatic and just fades to black. I'd be so pissed off. Hey, look, I like I see what you did there, so I like that. Thank you. Um, <laughs> thank you, thank you, thank you. That was that was smooth. That thank was smooth. You. That was real smooth. <laughs> I try, I try, I try. Um, <laughs> I'm glad you caught that. Um, but <laughs> if you remember when Illmatic came out. Like, because we're making the comparison. That's kind of what we're expecting. We're expecting the 2020 version of Your Mad. We're expecting a, a genre-changing album from this guy. Yep. To turn, like, literally to turn the tides of hip-hop, like, all this bubblegum shit to just kind of shut off for a second. Like, I right, boom. This is what it sounds like for real. 
y'all can get back to y'all scheduled programming later. But right now, this is what it's supposed to sound like. And the fact that Guru tweeted it, well, you know, Guru is the engineer. So the engineer, yep. of course, wouldn't know that if it's done or not. So it's done. The question is, is it coming out? I think it's going to come. I don't know if it's going to come in 40 days, like you said, which is going to be like March 26th or something. But I don't I don't know about that, but I think it's coming. Let's see. And I think you have to drop a lead single. I think you. he's been going, like you said, he's been relevant for 10 years, but the mainstream might have forgot JLA. So drop a single. Drop, drop a little, even a street single, but drop a the single. Main, the mainstream is not checking for JLA. If they know who, if you know who Jay Electronica is, you're a hip hop head, and you don't need a, a lead single from Jay Electronica to pick up his album. You're going to grab it regardless. He has a core fan base. He does. So he can he can literally drop the album right fucking now without yeah. saying anything. Just say, "Hey, it's out." You know what I would like? I would like it go back to. Remember the era where you dropped the mixtape before you dropped the album? Yeah. Give me a JLX mixtape and then drop the album. I would love that. It's on, it'll probably be backwards. It's backwards nowadays. Yeah, now, nowadays they don't even drop mixtapes anymore. Nah, they'll drop, the, they'll drop the album and do one of two things. They'll either... Any scraps that didn't make the album... Mm-hmm. They'll take the verses and put it over like a, a different beat or instrumental, and that would be the mixtape. Or they put out uh, how Dreamville did, a director's edition. And just add the other songs on there that are really yeah. go. I can see that too. I can definitely see that, like a bonus edition or deluxe edition. Yep. That's all the deluxe edition or director's edition or. You know, uh, follow up EP or the mixtape after the fact. That's all it is. Is the song that they didn't put on the album because it didn't fit with the overall project, but they still like the music, so you put it out. Well, and in a different format. I'm trying to tell you, if the little Martians from Mars Attacks don't. <laughs> <put them out, laughs> <laughs> if, if the spaceship don't pull up, if I don't hear that, he said Mars attacks. He took it back. Oh man! Yeah, man. man. Speaking of long-awaited albums, <laughs> uh, Rihanna's in the news. Hi, Rihanna. Yeah, Hi, like Rihanna. So, Rihanna um, released, well, a lot of people are saying Rihanna said she's going to drop her album last year. And she actually posted she was dropping something December 26th. She said that. It's now February. Yep. Nothing. <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> Right? Still waiting, huh? So, Rihanna went to her Instagram and had said, I like to antagonize my fans a little bit. Well, they antagonized me, so they did it right back. 
this bitch is Patty, tit for tat. Pretty much. That's basically what she's saying, tit for so, tat. So, we probably never get a Rihanna album. Because. She playing with people's emotions and shit. Yeah. That's basically what yo, she's saying. Your post was fucking hilarious, yo. The little dog popping his head. She was like, me sitting by myself, listening to the R9 album, not putting it out. That she, like, that she posted in, like, December or some shit. Mm-hmm. That shit was fucking hilarious and petty as fuck. Like, she's, she's really trolling everybody, but I think I think she's going to do a surprise album. I think Rihanna is the type of artist can drop an album out of nowhere and people still buy it. She's that level of artist. She is. So she, I, she can do some shit like be presenting an award to somebody else. And, like, right after she gives the whole speech about you know, the person that she's presenting the award to, like, she could be giving somebody a Lifetime Achievement Award and have the whole spiel. And then, like, right after that, oh, by the way, R9 out tonight. And then, you know, present the award. It's like, oh, shit. And, no, everything is, the focus is completely off that. It's like, oh, shit. Rihanna just announced the album coming out. She could do that, but I don't think she would still still nobody shine. You know what I mean? No. Nah, nah, she wouldn't do it. I'm, I'm not she saying could, she though. would, but... Man, like, she can, she can literally just drop at any fucking point in time. She doesn't have to do anything. Yeah, she's definitely, I mean, it's been, what, uh, 2016 since her last album dropped? See? I mean, she doesn't have to, Fenty is selling tremendously, so she doesn't have to drop another album. No, does she have, like, her own clothing line, like, yeah. sports gear, too, yeah, and shit? She's, she's making money over money. She's making so much money, she can't count on the money she's making. Right. So, Her and the Electronica is going to do a duet album. <laughs> <laughs> the, the irony is they're both on Rock Nation. Yep. So, That's what's going to happen. So they just making so much money, they like, fuck it. So you put them in a the position to make all this money, so it's like, hey, fuck music. Because <laughs> Jay Electronica yeah. got to do nothing. He's married to money. He's married to real money. Like, a lot of, but see, the crazy thing is everybody downplays Rihanna's net worth, like she's the, if I'm not mistaken, the highest paid uh, female artist, period. Yes, not yes. R&B artist, artist, period. Yes. So. I think that, that's an interesting thing. I think we automatically attribute that to Beyonce because it's Beyonce. We just give her all these accolades because it's Beyonce, but it's Really, Rihanna. Yep, Rihanna. Rihanna beats Beyonce's net worth. Well, I mean, B hasn't been active. I guess I'm part of the Beehive. What's up, Beehive? Um, B hasn't really been active like this. She hasn't had. When's Beyonce last album? Don't give me the line. <laughs> Shows you how much I keep up with the Beehive. <laughs> Was that her last album, Lemonade? I thought yeah, so. you're right. 2016's Lemonade. Which dropped the Homecoming album, the live album, but yeah. Her last Yeah, I didn't count that. That was just, you know, I'm talking about like studio album put out a whole rollout and all of that. Yeah, it was Lemonade. Yeah, yeah. Unless you count the Lion King thing, but yeah, you don't count that. No, I don't count that neither. That's the soundtrack. Yeah, so. We might, hey, we might get a Beyonce and a Rihanna album in one year and a Jay Lake album in one year. Mm. 
Look, man, 2020 got to do something, man. It's, 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 it's them beating niggas' ass. <laughs> Since that's, we walk into it. That's a fact. 2020 is, 2020 is the worst. Well, 2020 may turn around soon, so let's keep our lookout for that. Now, oh, I know. Yeah. And then that you say that you brought that back to the forefront, we've been wilding. <laughs> I know, right? We have, we've been super wilding, right? <laughs> but, oh, well. But it's only entertainment. Hey, look. We keep it uncut, yeah? Thank you. You know what it was when you signed up for it. Um, <laughs> exactly. Know what you get. <laughs> so, so let's get into the top story this week. Um, and I, I thought we kind of talked about this last show, but I, I guess we didn't. Um, how do I want to approach this? Let's get. This is start start from the beginning. Uh, okay. Gail King, y'all know Gail King, right? Mm-hmm. Gail King is Beyonce. Is Beyonce is Oprah's best friend, right? That's her. That's her right hand, her ace boom coon, her whatever the fuck y'all call it. I don't know. Whatever the fuck y'all call it. <laughs> so she had an interview with WNBA legend Lisa Leslie, who played for the Los Angeles Sparks, mm-hmm. who was a close friend of the late great Kobe Bryant. Okay. During Gail's interview with Lisa, Gail had some questions regarding Kobe's legacy. Okay. And I don't want to paraphrase, so I'm going to go ahead and play the clip for y'all. Let's cut the volume up here. If I can get this right. Oh, it might help if I cut the volume up. Any day now. (laughs) Okay. Is it complicated for you as a woman, as a WNBA player? It's not complicated for me at all. Even if there's a few times that we've been at a club at the same time, Kobe's not the kind of guy, never been like, you know, Lisa, go get that girl or tell her or send her this. I have other NBA friends that are like that. Kobe's, he, he was never like that. I just never see, have ever seen him being the kind of person that would be, do something to violate a woman or be aggressive in that way. I, that's just not the person that I know. But Lisa, you wouldn't see it though. As his friend, you wouldn't see it. And that's possible. That's a paraphrase. That's a short version of the clip, but um, that took off online. Oh, 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 go ahead. <laughs> that, that, that clip of Gabe Okay, so, okay, mm-hmm. so that part I did not hear. Okay. Right. Okay. But I did read the article based on because I didn't catch the uproar until Snoop started coming out and saying the things that he was saying. And then I was like, damn, why are you so mad at Gail? Like, you know, so then I went back and actually read what was said. And one of the things that <clears throat> that I noticed was one of the problems is her even asking the question, do she believe his accusation of sexual assault? is going to affect his legacy, mm-hmm. okay? Which, in my opinion, I see from both sides of the spectrum, okay? okay? This is why I say this. At the end of the day, she's still a reporter. Mm-hmm. That's what Gail does. She asks those questions. She tries to get insight from different views. Right. You know, that's what she does. 
I don't believe in that moment she was looking at it about a black-white moment or trying to ruin his legacy or trying to shit on his name. I really don't believe that was the case. But I do feel like as for her being as popular as she is, okay. Okay, okay, and the platform she has that she stands on, I do feel like she should have did a double take about what it was that you were asking. I, I feel like she should have really taken a moment to say, you know, let's save this question maybe for another interview, mm. not this particular one. It's too soon. We have moments where we say some shit's just too soon. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? You didn't have to bring that up in the same sentence. Okay? Not to say that it didn't happen. Right. Not to say that you're not supposed to acknowledge it. But it was something that was, he was accused. He was proven innocent. Moved on his life and did great things. Yes. From that point. So... Just as much as we sit to sit back and like to hold on to when somebody did something wrong and constantly bring that back up about their legacy, how about we bring up the good part about that legacy? Right, right. Do you know what I mean? Like, you can't sit there and completely just destroy everything he did over this one accusation, especially if he was proven that that wasn't the case. I agree. Do you know what I mean? I agree. You have to give it to both sides. You can't sit here and, and still want to make the show the bad of something if he was proven that this didn't happen. You have to accept there are some people who are being accused of doing something that they may have not done. We've seen this a thousand times, especially for black males. So in times like this, as sensitive it is, especially towards black men mm -hmm. and black women, let there be a moment to where that's not the right time to bring something like that up. I agree. I agree. I, I definitely understand where she came from as a professional-wise and as her business and what she does. But you have that leeway to make a decision to say, I'm not going to ask that question. She can do that. And she still would have been able to do the interview, and she still would have got paid. That's just the real on it. I think that's – and let me play the second part of the clip here because I think it gives a more context to it. But I want to play the second part before I go to G with this. Um, here we go, let's see. Part of his history. I think it's been said with this and that it was resolved. Or is it really part of his history? I think that the media should be more respectful um, at this time. It, it's like if you had questions about it, you had many years to ask him that. Agreed. It went to trial. It was a case. It was dismissed because the victim in the case refused to testify. Okay. So it was dismissed. And I think that that's how we should leave it longer with this, and that it was resolved. Or is it really part of his history? I think. Okay. So essentially, what she said is, it went to trial. Mm -hmm. It was dismissed. Gail corrected her and said, no, it's me. This, that's the part that's bothering me. And the first clip that you played, mm -hmm. when she asked her the question and then she answered, it was like she had to correct her about the allegation. Like, right. well, you don't know that. You're, her, you're his friend, so you wouldn't see that. Bitch, how are you going to tell me what I'm going to see and not going to see? 
See, that's the part that makes people angry. It's because you were pushy. You can't be pushy about shit like that. You asked her a question, she answered it. Nobody told you to give your extra opinion about any of that. You could have just kept it pushing. When she answered, you could have been like, okay, I can understand that, and kept it pushing. No, you was like, oh, as a friend, you wouldn't, you wouldn't see, you wouldn't see that. Bitch, how you know what I'm gonna see? This is very true. G, you've been silent here. What do you think about this? Mm-hmm. Um, as Scan already said, it, you know, even if, like, Gail's a journalist, first and foremost, so if she's, that's part of her job description to ask, you know, questions and, you know, at times questions people don't want asked. Right. But how, like, how, it, there, there's a, a professional courtesy that should be given even if you have to ask the, t- the tough questions that you're supposed to extend to people. Right. Especially in situations like this. Um, he hasn't even been there yet. Yeah, that's, he hasn't even been there. They haven't even had a funeral yet. That's why I say it. it was too soon. It's too soon. There was no reason to have that discussion. Why? For what? Why was it necessary to even mention it. And even if you did mention it, I feel like you should have asked the question and kept it pushing. I, the one question right there, even though I feel like she still could have taken that out, right? Her asking about the fact that do you feel like that's going to affect his legacy? There was no reason to bring it up, but I understand why. I understand why you did. But even after she answered it, she should have no longer referred to anything about that case. Correct. I feel like she should have asked the question, she answered it, you could have moved on to something else to talk about. Why did you feel like you needed to probe and pick and, and feel like you needed to dissect this conversation? There's no reason to anymore. We've just dissected this years ago. And like she said, you had any other time to talk about this. So you want to pick now? You mean the same man that not only just died himself, there were other people on that plane, including his daughter, so, where did the respect go? Just give a little bit of respect, just a little bit. And I think that's what's making everybody hot. Because you got to think also on their side of the world, that entertainment business, that being, uh, you know, uh, basketball, football player, everybody's kind of in these little circles and stuff. Yeah. So, I think that's what kind of pissed Snoop off even more off. Well, we'll get to Snoop. Yeah, because, man, can you imagine them being somewhere? She's probably been hugged up with him and take pictures and da-da-da-da-da. And that's what you do. And then, you have to remember, Snoop and Kobe were homies. See? They knew. L.A. My thing is, and to echo what both of you said, like, and even what Lisa said, this case happened in 2003. Mm -hmm. It's 2020. You had all this time to ask him directly about these things. Right. And you chose not to. Right. Right? Now, never mind the, the facts of the case originally were suspect. Like, there was stuff about the woman that she was doing things and there were different semen samples in her panties and all these other things you can <laughs> go back to. <coughs> so, the case itself was suspect and it right. was dismissed. He was never criminally charged. He's basically been guilty in the public eye. Yeah. No one's brought it up, and I no, I, I'm not gonna say no one. People, I know people that have grown that up, like you know, Kobe did this, Kobe did that. But overall, the media who we're talking about now has let that go. 
is because there's no point of talking about it anymore. Right. If she chose not to testify and it was dismissed, right. that's just what it is. At the end of the day, he's not guilty. He's done his what he needed to do. He went through the system. He, he moved on. Right. The man died. Let the man rest in peace at this moment. Like, yep, that's the crazy thing. It's like soon, and I don't want to say this and it sounds insensitive, but it's like almost soon as the new, like the helicopter hit and the news broke that he was gone, everybody who had any feelings about those allegations immediately started talking. Immediately. It was it was a guy who, who was online saying he got what he deserved. Um, and there was another journalist, it was a white journalist, who tweeted, um, I want to say she worked for the Washington Post. Yeah, yes she did, I know she about. She tweeted a whole article about it. So it was just like, soon as everything happened, everything reverts back to those allegations. How? How? Why, why is this even... Because he's a Negro. <laughs> Yeah, that's what I mean. We already know really why in reality. I don't want to put it just that. But when have you ever seen where they're not finding something to tarnish a legacy? Do you know what I mean? Like we said, there's Weinstein. He's still kind of walking around doing whatever the fuck he wants. But he's been in so many allegations of touching little girls and shit. And it's like... I you know what I mean? I think that's what really got a lot of people on, the, on social media and the internet in general upset because, one, okay, you, you're a reporter, you asked a question, leave it alone. Right. Like you said, she kept probing, like, you wouldn't see that. But do you know? Because it really happened. Right. Like, what are you doing? Right. Like, what are you doing? And I think that's the part that makes people most mostly upset about it. And I think they would have been fine if she would ask the question, it would have been answered, and would have kept it pushing. Mm-hmm. Okay? You, you brought up something that happened in his life understandable let's keep it pushing now but you were probing in a fashion like you it was like you believed that he was guilty which you're not supposed to put your opinion on shit but then (laughs) her and oprah have a history of doing this yeah well her and oprah are friends with harvey weinstein and they have yet to mention anything he's done her masseuse was charged with sexual assault children Mm. and have yet to mention anything he's done and then of course we get to snoop and I'm going to just play Snoop's clip. Yeah, go ahead and play I'm just going to play it. Here we go. Gil King. Out of pocket for that shit. Way out of pocket. What do you gain from that? I swear to God, we the worst. We the fucking worst. <laughs> we expect more from you, Gail. Don't you hang out with Oprah? Why are y'all attacking us? We your people. You ain't coming after fucking Harvey Weinstein asking them dumbass questions. I get sick of y'all. I want to call you one. Is it okay if I call him one? <laughs> Funky dog head bitch. <laughs> I can't even touch my motherfucking homeboy's reputation, punk motherfucker. Respect the family and back off, bitch, before we come get you. Okay. Now... You could have been just a little bit more mature about it, Snoop, but it's okay. I, I feel you. Snoop's upset. Yeah, I, I hear I hear. There's, you're a little upset, understandably. 
Okay, I I get it. Um, That's his homeboy. Ah, man, he said he's going to come get her. Now, here's something we haven't thought about. Think about what Snoop has seen in his lifetime. Mm. Snoop has seen Pac that. Yeah. He's seen Big that. Mm -hmm. Kobe, like, he's seen all these things that affected him directly. Yeah. He's going through a lot. Right. Now, I'm the first person. Anybody know me, follow me on Instagram. Y'all know I'm black love, super, super, all that good stuff. Y'all know me. And I think it's a way to disagree with Gail, mm-hmm. but not call her a doghead bitch. <laughs> like, you can say, Gail, you're wrong. <coughs> we expect more of you. You're one of He was passionate. He was, yeah. he was very passionate in that moment. And he forgot that sometimes it's okay to just shut the fuck up. But it's all right. He was just there. And I feel like it's... Ah, that's tough. He, was, he had me until he said, can I call her? Can I call her that? And then that's when the shit went left. <laughs> he was mad. He, he was, was mad. very upset, which is, like I said, I understand. I get it. I can, I can see from his side and I can see from hers, but it was still, still very distasteful. She should know better. And then for Oprah to come out and say she's getting, Gail is getting death threats and she didn't come to work the next day. And she brought this on herself largely. Um, Gail released a statement also on Instagram. I'm not going to play it because I'm being funny. I could play the side. <laughs> I'm, being, I'm being funny. Um, ah, you being petty. <laughs> but listen, listen, I be, I'm, I'm, like I said, it's a way, I think us, us the people, mm-hmm. just disagree with someone mm-hmm. without calling them out their name. So, 1,000%, I agree with all the Snoop sentiments. Mm-hmm. But you can, don't call her a bitch. She's mm-hmm. an older black woman, and you have to understand how the world looks at us. Correct. And how they look at the fact that you just did that. So now it just brings back this, you know, this outlook of, oh, this black bitch. You know what I mean? Like, nah, we do, which we did kind of go over. There was a video from, um, what's the gentleman's name, where he was saying that, yeah, um, you know, where's... Yes. yes, where he was saying that, of course, people are outraged and upset and offended and feel like it could have been handled in another way. But there were some points that he made that, that, that are true. Yes. There's a lot of things that they have got done that have been good, okay? I don't want to take away all the good things that they have done, okay? There's even stuff on the backside again that we don't get to see. You know what I mean? So it's always easy for someone from on the outside to just point the finger and go based off what they're seeing and give their own opinion about it, but not to really know all the facts. And, you know, we may also be wrong about certain things. Can our opinion still be true? It could be true about the fact that she could handle it different. Um, But I, I do feel like we can't completely just throw her to the wolves either okay like we i've noticed that too everyone wants to trade gail for ellen you know what i mean <laughs> like just because we see ellen on tv giving checks away and shit like i heard ellen was a bitch on the low like <laughs> i heard that she wasn't a very nice person backstage regardless yeah. what anybody says so yeah. you know what i mean so i i still feel like it was distasteful but i don't think like we should just kind of throw her to the wolves like that either you know what i mean it's just it's it's a definitely a hard way to go, and you can't really pick sides. It's just unfortunate, and it's sad. It's just sad. Let's just you know, hopefully they can just bury him in peace, and no longer anybody else will talk about it. But you know. So, G, you were gonna say? No, I, I mean, 
like I, I I'm in complete agreement, truthfully. Um you know, when not even just us as a people, like just overall period. When somebody passes and you go to the funeral, the preacher that's standing up there talking about all the wrongs they did, they talk about the good. That's right. right. It's, a up, it's a uplift. It's a it's it's a celebration. Mm-hmm. Everybody's sitting, you know, in the pews or in, you know, know their personal interaction, you know, where they might have been slighted here or there by the individual. But the collective has had a overall good, impactful experience for the person that they came to see. If you ain't really rock with them like that, you wouldn't have came out to the service. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You know what's funny? So, um, that 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 that's my thing. Like, both. It's it's just it's just so crazy to me. Like, again, he hasn't even buried yet, and it's just so much tearing down of him already. To the point that it has us talking about it. Right. Do you see what I'm saying? Instead of just talking about him and his legacy and your great memories as him as a player and G's great memories as him as a player, and even though I don't watch basketball, I still know who Kobe is. You know what I mean? It's just like we could have been talking about it in a positive light. Instead, we're talking about that bullshit. You know what I mean? And that's just real. That's what. That's the whole point. Nobody wants to be carrying on this topic about him. And now because she has done that and Snoop has reacted in the way he has reacted, this has blown up 10 times more. You know what I mean? So now, guess what everybody's talking about? Yeah. Yeah. And my thing was Snoop. Almost a year. Mm Mm-hmm. We almost made it to March. On this podcast, we end up having a whole conversation me and Wade about Nip. Mm-hmm. And if you put those two situations side by side, the response to Nip's passing versus the response to Kobe's passing is crazy. And it's really a really similar situation if you think about what they left behind it's, it's almost eerie now that I think about it. And I'm, I'm sitting here like this processing the Nip and Kobe situation. In my That's head. why I, I, Rush, the rapper, I, I like what he said. That's like, as far as Kobe and Nip are legends to him because of the mentality they've left. I like, I like how he said that. Like, it's a whole state of mind that got left. Like the mama mentality and the marathon continues, that's a whole work ethic. That's a mentality like, I, right, that's grand, let's get it, let's be my best self. That's a whole mentality that is across shit, not even just the nation, across the world, for both of them. Yeah. And I do want to get Snoop the chance to clear up. He did release a statement, I believe, yesterday. And I'll go ahead and play Snoop's statement here. Yeah, he was a lot calmer. There's a message for the people that need to know. I'm a nonviolent person. When I said what I said, I spoke for the people who felt like Gail was very disrespectful towards Kobe Bryant and his family. Now, with that being said, 
what I look like wants some harm to come to a 70-year-old woman. I was raised way better than that. I didn't want no harm to come to her. I didn't threaten her. All I did was say, check it out. You out of pocket for what you're doing, and we're watching you. Have a little bit more respect for it. Vanessa, her babies, and Kobe Bryant's legacy. Yeah. But anyway, I'm going to do what I got to keep doing. Y'all keep doing what y'all doing. We're very nonviolent. We just want to say that first and foremost. We speak from the heart. Some of you who have no heart don't understand that. But anyway, carry on. <laughs> <laughs> that that was well, anyway, very, carry on. very telling. Um, but yeah, he's he's right. He's one hundred percent right. Um, like I say, he's very passionate in that in that clip, and I get it. His homeboy, like remember, Snoop seen Nip die. Snoop seen all these things, and that's his homeboy. That's L.A. So I can get his how he's passionate. I think people are running with it and making it something more than what Snoop meant it to be. I do hate when we wrap everything against a woman in misogynistic terms. Like I said, the whole misogynistic blanket. Oh, he's being so misogynistic. No, he's not. It just, that's how people talk. And when women say it, it's not being misogynistic. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's, not, just men, it's not just men coming for Gail. <laughs> so don't, right. don't do that. Don't, don't put everything in that man versus woman or black man versus black woman scope that people are trying to do. Like, she fucked up. Let's call it what it is. And right. She, she even fucked up to the point where she issued kind of an apology. Right. So she knows she fucked up. She tried to blame her station and her CBS for it by saying that they aired the clip behind. She didn't approve that, but that they can't air what you don't give them. You know what I'm saying? If if I if I if we're doing this podcast and I don't like the show. I'm not going to post it. Well, maybe that's what she means. Remember when I was saying she had a moment to be able to look over the script of what she was asking? Yeah. And that way she could edit what it is that she's willing to ask and not ask or discuss and what not to discuss. Right. Now, that's why I said when she read what she was going to be asking, she should have taken it out then, in my opinion. But if you're saying that you kind of went through what was already provided to you and then recorded it and then after that you may go and you're supposed to be sitting with the editor because there's somebody that goes and edits the, the, the actual interview and you didn't approve for them to put that clip in there, that still don't mean shit. You still ask the question. Yeah, and even then, like we said, it's not really that particular question that's the issue it's the, it's the fucking follow-up you're probing and poking with a fucking stick like <laughs> you you can't do that at least it's too soon that's all we're saying it's too soon i can't say you can't because at the end of the day you can do whatever the fuck you want but out of respect for his family his his loved ones his fans for everyone and the man himself who hasn't even been put in the ground and his daughter that has not been put in the ground just wait. It's okay. This is not something that needed to be brought up right at this moment. <laughs> also, look at this. He has a 17-year-old daughter. I have a little sister yeah. from, from college that's a journalist. She stands on her principles. Fuck with the newspaper that she's worked for. Right. Any uh, stations or anything. Ask her, like, look. This is what you need. These are the questions we need asked. If she is not comfortable asking them, or she does not see the relevance of it, or she is in complete opposition of it, she's not she, doing it. This is even before she's sitting down in front of whoever she's supposed to ask the questions to. Right. Because she, she's read over what 
Like I said, see, I'm not even a reporter and I know this. Like, you go look over the information before you start. You prepping for the interview. I'm not going to ask it in a roundabout way. I'm not, I'm not going to try to find a way to sugarcoat the question. Right. Ask I'm not going to paraphrase the shit. <laughs> That's just like... It's just like what we do before every show. We go over the rundown, like, hey, we're going to talk about this, talk about this. Mm-hmm. Gail did the exact same thing. These are the questions y'all want me to ask? Oh, no, nah, I'm not asking that. Right, right, <laughs> right. Oh, nah. Oh, we're not doing that. No, not today. She didn't. That's not what she did. She still went along with it. And even then, it was distasteful because she, she was distasteful, I feel like. It's not just that question, okay? If you're going to open the door, you should have closed the bitch right after you opened it. And that's not what happened. You opened it and you started walking around the room and touching shit, knocking stuff over, just being a little spoiled-ass brat that you are, and then walked back the fuck out and didn't still close the door. Like, that's what we feel like. You just let all the evil just spirit just roam through the house. <laughs> it's, it's, it's a hip-hop lyric. It's a hip-hop lyric. I want to say it's Goody Mob. And it was like, that's disrespectful, like, walking in my house and that wiping your feet. Right. Like, that lyric always stuck with me because yeah. it's, it's, a, it's like, yeah, it's, it's not that much of, like, a lyrical line, but it's the point came across, like, how disrespectful that, that action is. You know how disrespectful she was? This is what me, me makes me think of it. Dave Chappelle with Rick James on. He came in and put his boots all over the couch and said, fuck your couch. <laughs> fuck your couch. Yeah. Like, that's what she did. When she kept, like, saying shit, oh, you wouldn't see that because you were... Fr-. That was her digging her boots all up in the damn white couch cushion. Like, who does that? She did, apparently. So, I definitely get where you're coming from. It, it's just, it was just disrespectful in so many ways. That's all. And like I said, it's added on to her and Oprah's history of doing this. Mm-hmm. So you have to start looking at them like, okay, like like Snoop said, like 50 said, like so many people have said, what's your point of this? Right. Throwing salt on the wound. What's your point? Like, I don't get the agenda. If this, if you're trying to say you hate black men, then fine. That's mm-hmm. it. But don't, don't do these things to poke and prod at us, especially in our time of weakness. Because that's what's going to say. Well... The individual, who was it again that she was interviewing? She held it up well, though. I feel like she responded well. And they're not able to defend themselves. Mm-hmm. Like, again, you, right after he died, all of this came up. Y'all had uh, 11 whole years to talk about this to that man's face. Oh, because Everybody when he was alive, he was doing so great. There was no reason to bring that up. Nobody had nothing to say. Yeah. Because he was doing what he was supposed to and minding his fucking business. Exactly. So they had no reason to go ask him anything. Now the man passes away, and now you want to just take a shit all over his carpet. Like, you know what I mean? Stop, drop dead Fred in it. Scrubbing it in the carpet. Let me, let me play the 50 clip. I think 50 <laughs> summed it up perfectly. Hold on. I think 50 <laughs> summed it up perfectly. Hold on. Let me play this clip, and I'm going to play it right. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I'm going to play it right. Michael Jackson, man. Right. If somebody I just don't know what you're trying to do when the man 
Right. Like I said, right? Yeah, very much so. Like, right. That, that quote he just had, everyone's greater in their absence and their presence. And that's very, 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 very true. So let let people mourn him. Because like we've said a thousand times. They had nothing, the fans had nothing but wonderful thoughts and memories of him. Nobody, from what I saw flowing through social medias, nobody was really necessarily pointing out right. the bad. It was just more in mourning, like, oh, man, like... Like, we grew up with him. Yeah, like, it, we've seen him, you know, advance his career, become who he's become. Right. So for that to be the main focus is, like he said, is just disrespectful. And then... Like, and the crazy thing in Wakanda, <laughs> <laughs> at, at the basketball court, like, literally up the block, somebody took it upon themselves to make a memorial for court. Like, literally took, like, white balls and put them in the gate. Like, paper white balls and put them in the gate to make his face, quotation marks, and make Kobe. Anybody who is old enough to know, anytime you get a fadeaway shot, especially when you were shooting, like, a ball to a piece of paper in the trash mm-hmm. can, yep. you yelled Kobe before you did it. Yep. So that was a, like, I, I wasn't a big Kobe fan as far as basketball. Anybody who knows me, I don't watch sports movies. I knew who Kobe was, and I would purposely say I ain't fuck with Kobe to fuck with piss off Mets. Mets is a very big Lakers fan, Kobe fan to the death. So just, just even to see that in my neighborhood, that somebody took the time to do that was surreal. So I get to see it every morning on the way you're driving to work. And it just, it's right outside of a community center where the basketball courts are. And I know what that community center is. Like, it's, 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 it's the only place in the area where you kids can go play. Like, it's a playground basketball courts is a swimming pool but during that time of growing up it wasn't well maintained and we still have boys boys clubs up here they shut down all the boys clubs so that's like the last hope for like the the kids in the area to have something else to do besides standing outside getting into fucking trouble. And I know that sounds cliche as fuck, but it's it's true. No, you're right. You're very right. So, to see 
nobody took the time to do that was very monumental to me and very inspiring. I agree. I just think shit dope as fuck. I mean, I've seen Kobe Bryant tributes everywhere. Like on 64, <coughs> there's a billboard of Kobe Bryant, like right out here. And I'm like, oh, really? Out, okay. Out, out here? But yeah, I've seen Kobe tributes everywhere. So it's obvious. Like 50, 50 summed it up perfectly. It's obvious how important Kobe is to the culture. So mm-hmm. why would you attack him? <sighs> like, what's the agenda? What's the uh, you know, it's like you said, well, we won't honestly know the answer to that question. Um, she gave her reasoning behind it and tried to apologize for it being insensitive. But you know how I feel. As soon as you gave that full excuse of what it is or what happened and then you throw an apology on it, just kind of like you should have just apologized for the insensitivity yeah. and then keep it moving. Exactly. And then that gets, so that gets treated more with respect than giving your reasoning and then apologizing for right. it. That's just my opinion. That's no, just how I, I take 100%. it. Yeah. And are you a different? Are you a different animal or the same, same beast? beast? Mm-hmm. Kobe Bryant. <laughs> and then, like I said, he has a seventeen-year-old daughter now mm-hmm. that that has to grow up with this. You know what I'm saying? Like before, she wasn't around. 2013, she right. wasn't there. Like you got to think about what you're doing and what you're putting out. And imagine her waking up and seeing on TV that it was brought up about the fact that he was accused right. of sexual assault. Right. She has to deal with that. Correct. She's going through enough as it is. That's why it's distasteful. Very distasteful. Mm-hmm. Very, very distasteful. No respect. But we can move on with that. I want to talk about something, and there's no segue for this. I tried to think of a segue. I couldn't think of a segue. Sorry. Um, Birds of Prey movie just came out. Soundtrack is out. Um, bring up the soundtrack because Summer Walker, we all know Summer. Gino Summer. Um, <laughs> listen, Summer's too young for me, but you got to... It's too young. Anyway, um, she remade Barry Walk, Barry White's um, "I'm Gonna Love You Better." I thought it was interesting because, first off, today's R&B is not the same as it was mm-hmm. in Barry White's heyday, right? Right. But the song is kind of a note for note remake. Like she didn't take the lyrics and change it. She sound she sung it, I guess, like Barry would sing it. I like the song. I think it's cute. And I think it's perfect for the soundtrack. Gee, what do you think about the song? Okay, so You know what's funny though? Wait, before you even get into that. When we were off the air and he asked me about the song, he, y'all know I won't be just going and looking for these songs, right? <laughs> so I was like, you know, I'm not a big Summer Walker fan. I can't say that I'm, I'm crazy about her. Um, she has maybe two songs that I bob my head to, but it has to happen to come across my station. I definitely don't go looking for it. And even then, there's a lot of songs that I come across that I skip over. I'm... Not a crazy fan, but I'm not going to lie. When I heard this song, though, and saw that it was part of the soundtrack, kind of put two and two together, makes sense. But I thought it was cute. It was a little different and a little outside what she's already been kind of doing and singing. So I'll give her that much. But now you go tell me your part of why you don't fuck with Summer Walker. <laughs> it's, so, it's so funny because you like the song. 
song for the same reasons, but, well, for basically, like, you saying you're not really a big fan and you don't go searching for the songs, but I like her, I have her album, but what this song did for me made me realize she has a sound and a lane that she needs to stay in. Uh-huh. Mm. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, Barry White wasn't the most vocal, like, as far as tone. Like, he didn't have a crazy range or anything like mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. Matter of fact, he brought, if I remember correctly, he really didn't have a range at all. He was nope. just, uh, he stayed in that low voice. <laughs> yeah, Show you. <laughs> sound tone. Right. Um, so, I guess it's unfair to say, like, to put to put in the fact that she, her octave didn't change. I mean, Barry's octave didn't change either. But the main thing that I got from it was nothing. No, it's just and a good song to be on the soundtrack. By by that I mean like when Barry sung it, it had soul. It was mm. it had it had some passion behind it. She just. Up. She just sang it to be singing it. Yeah, it was just like <laughs> I hear the word, we gonna the beat, and we gonna press record. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I can see, I can see that she came in. Oh, give me my check. All right, let me sing this song real quick. Two fingers up. Yeah. I'm out. <laughs> yeah, like that's, that's how I felt about it. Like, I bullshit. Here you go. Here's your song. Like the here, here you go. <laughs> y'all, y'all want this song done? All right, did the check. Did it? Did it clear? All right, here we go. She sung it like you would sing it. Right, like she was in her car. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Like she was in her car by herself, just kicking it. You know what I mean? Threw that song out there. Yeah. And packed her shit up and went home. Cause you know she has anxiety. Oh, she's the little sister that don't like being around when a birthday party and all her friends are around, but when she's alone, she like making TikTok twerk videos? Yeah, that's something. Oh, okay, that little sister. Got you. Like I said, as far as the disclaimer, because I feel like every time we end up talking about her, it's me saying something that I don't like. That's negative. (laughs) I I like her. I fuck with Summer. I love her album. I truly enjoy her album. But that just let me know, again, she has her sound and she has her lane. Like, that, if you listen to her album, you connect with her album as far as what she's saying, what she's singing. And I guess because she didn't write this song. She didn't connect with her own song. It wasn't written for her. Yep. She, it wasn't, it was no connection when she sung it. Right. And that 
morals. And that's not just for her, that's for any artist. If you don't connect with the music, the fans aren't going to connect with it. The listeners aren't going to connect with it because you're not, the passion isn't there when you're recording. Correct. And I don't, so yeah, it did nothing for me. Like literally, I'm playing and listening to it. I sent like two texts and the song was over and I can't remember shit that she said. <laughs> well, it's also the whole the whole thing about remaking a classic song. You don't mm-hmm. want to mess up the original song. And for a lot of people, that Barry White song is still a classic. I know for like, Barry our White, parents. <laughs> Barry White song seven minutes long. He spends yeah. a lot of, ooh. Oh, <laughs> in the beginning of the song. You know what I mean? He make a love to you before he even put it in. Like, good gracious, Barry. You got to tease him, Barry. You got to tease him, Barry. Right. Slap it up there. <laughs> Wrong show. Wrong yeah, show. show. Wrong show. Yeah, a bunch of ooh and on and stuff. You know, he was feeling it before he got started. That is all foreplay. That's, that's like even before. Like, time you walk in the door. Ooh, mm, I'm gonna make you feel great. But you know what though? Maybe she ain't felt that yet. Maybe that's why she couldn't put her own passion into it. Cause think about the songs that she has already made. And that's what trips me out. Like, a lot of her songs is a little sad or a little side chickish. You know what I mean? Like she doesn't. She. I don't think she's really had that passion in her life yet to really understand understand how to deliver it. You know what I mean? That's a great point. Spin on it at all. Yeah. That's, that's, that's a great Yeah, so she can't connect to a song that she doesn't feel passionate about, like you just said, but she may have not been able to experience to be able to deliver that passion either. Summer's what, 20, 23? Yeah, 23. She ain't she ain't met the one yet. She ain't met the man yet that done dicked her down so good that she done fell in love and he's just treating her wonderful and now it's just all that passion that she feels when she sees him. Then that'd be a little different. She probably would have sang that song with a little more passion. But, you know... You are absolutely right. That is not a side that I consider. Yeah, yeah. She she ain't felt it yet. You can't you can't really sing about it unless you felt it. That's very good. Yeah, yeah. she's only that's, she's that's, only twenty three. Yeah. Like, now that you say that, the Barry White song is a complete direct opposite of what her. Correct. Album is. Correct. You got an older man, okay, and an era of when love was like mm-hmm. the thing, yeah. okay. Fuck this whole dating and, and all this side shit. No, it was like, oh, man, I went out with her. And, man, let me tell you, I'm in love with this girl. Mm-hmm. That was that era where he made music. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And love songs. She's in a different time. First. That's first. That's very true. Okay. Yeah. Second, she's a younger female trying to sing an older male's love song or a version of love or sexuality or whatever or passion that she ain't even been able to come across yet so if we want to look at it like that was this the right song for them to pick for her no i don't believe so but i will have to say though for the movie that it is and who it's based around this whole harley quinn shit and then for her to sing the song i can see why it's going to pat right why it makes sense to put the two together but like you said we're not we shouldn't expect anything more than what we got Shouldn't expect you know anything more than what we got. I, I agree with that completely. That, mm-hmm. that is a great observation overall. And you are absolutely right. I did not think of that from that angle. Yep. It's all about the passion, man. It's like you said, that goes into anything. If you ain't got the passion, it ain't worth shit. There we go. Well, hold on. 
You heard it here first. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta have the passion, man. Barry White was 30 when he made that song. Still, 30. He still lived at least some the, years ahead of her yeah, on that right. shit before right. he started writing love songs. You're right. And then even then, still look at that era. When they, that right. era of love, R&B... That's that's that that's that when you man. You, when you say sex, you be like you even sex, you be like, oh man, I oh this one, I just love this woman, man. Yeah, yeah. You don't understand, she made me some chicken. Oh <laughs> man, she put an ankle in it. You hear me? She's just that's, as beautiful, and she got that black beautiful hair, like it was on some other shit. This is when they were sitting in them big ass, what is it, weave chairs and shit in the corner. Yeah, yeah. Like come on, man, the Black Panther posters on the wall. That's the era niggas knew. That's right. That's when they actually like really fucking loved each other. You know what I mean? That was the that was the area of lighting a candle and turn the lights off. Like the only light that's in the building is the candle. It's the candle. The one candle. We only need one. I can see you. That's enough. There we go. That's the arrow still making love. Yeah, that's it. What else And that's what that song is about. Yep, and I don't think she's had that experience yet. She may, she may not come across a real man that then made her feel that special yet, where she's singing songs like, "What's her name, Gianna Aku? I can't ever say her name right either. You know when she's talking about her sweet pussy? Yeah, you know she's singing songs like that because he done made her feel a certain kind of way. Now, can't you see the difference in the era of music? Because she literally made a song about her sweet pussy to give him. Some props about how he's dicking her out. They didn't make love songs like that back in the day. They didn't come out and be like, oh, man, you made my pussies, you know, that's, so you know sweet what? and juicy. That's, that's a bigger conversation about the state of R&B. Yeah, yeah. We didn't have, have that conversation. We're not going to have it today. It's a big that's difference. A, that's a huge conversation about the state of R&B. And then it, that's a whole episode in itself, and that's like a two-hour episode. <laughs> but it, it does make you wonder why, why would they have her remake the song? Unless they just say, well, hey, this is a cool song, so I'm going to go ahead Because it was a way of finding a new artist that everybody knew of. It's a good way to get her back on the map. That's her first soundtrack song. Isn't it like her first soundtrack yeah, I song? So. I think so. Okay. And then there's the whole Harley Quinn, the whole tough look side. You know, you got to... Also, let's look at Summer. Summer. Like, let's look at her. You, you know, know she's a little... She's got the whole busty thing going on. And she's got the, you know, either pink hair or her hair changes colors. You know, yeah, it's, it's just yeah. trying to fit it in with what that movie is. Yeah. At the same time, and they didn't—they probably couldn't find anybody else that they could really pay that extra money for. I will say it. I will say it, and I get crucified in the comments for it. Fuck it. I welcome. Uh oh. I would have—if they were gonna do that, I would have preferred SZA to sing it. You know who I would have preferred? And this is crazy because she's younger than Summer. Who? Her. Oh my yes, God. yes, yes, because she would have put some fucking passion in that song. Her, I think her really? this song. Yeah, this. she would have put some passion in that song. Strike my comment from the record. You are absolutely correct. Correct. Yeah. Hers, she could have definitely done it. Yeah. You know, another one, though, who I have become, like, completely fond of is Nicole Buss. I'm not with her. Uh, she's another one. Okay. Wonderful R&B singer. And she's one, too, that she can blow. And that I think that she would have really killed that song, too. It's the passion, man. Like yes. you said, if you're able to deliver the passion, then the song is believable. Yeah, I definitely That's the same thing when it goes to actors and actresses. they got to make it believable or the movie's going to be shit. And it goes for songs the same way. All right. Now, you know, again, 
Because <laughs> they think you hate summer. No, okay. I've helped him understand or give a better outlook of it now. She's young. She's 23. Yes. She, she's not been able to experience that yet. So maybe we'll ask her in 10 years to sing that song again. I don't think she was the right choice for that song. Yeah, no. I agree. I don't. I think they should have got her to do it a lot better. But let's yeah, continue on. Oh, my God. Oh, shit. Let's continue on. Before we get out of here, I did want to touch on um, Nikki's new song, um, Yikes. Yeah. Uh, I'm sorry, did I say that too loud? <laughs> yeah, I listened to that, and don't get me wrong, once again, G knows I say this all the time. The first thing I listen to is the beat, if it's catching me, okay? But that can go for any type of beat, fast, slow, you know what I mean? I really pay attention to how that was mixed, you know what I'm saying? So, if that's number one, I will say it caught me, but then again, that beat is really popular. Mm-hmm. That's the go-to bop, right now. It box, yeah. you know what I mean. Second, I enjoyed her first verse, but as anybody's heard me on here, know that I'm not really big on the whole female artists nowadays, as far as hip hop wise, because I, I feel like they all just talk about the same type of shit, just in different ways. Mm-hmm. But her first verse, I liked it, and it was only because the way she kept on with the beat, her cadence. Yeah. Soon as her second verse hit, I was like, "What the fuck." Like, what happened? How did you fucking go from this cadence to this cadence? And you, like, completely lost me now. Like, I feel like you just went somewhere else. And then she just ended every sentence with, yeah. 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 Like, every sentence was ended with, yeah. And and yikes in the beginning and yeah at the end. Let's pause for a second. Hold on. Let's pause for a second for the fact that you are saying cadence. I'm saying it wrong yes, because I said cadence. <laughs> That's what it is, though, or whatever. I fucking love it. I feel like Nori on Drink Chat. Make some fucking noise, man. <laughs> <laughs> we making her a hip-hop head already? Look at that. She knows cadence. <laughs> this is what it seems like. You know, it's catchy. I bounce with it. I can, you know, I can keep up with it. You know what I'm saying? It ain't nothing special. It just sounds good to the beat. <laughs> I know people who do music that don't even know what that means. Like, <laughs> Are you <laughs> serious? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Stop it. <laughs> my, my nigga, what? But you, this is what you want to do, but you don't know what that word means. You don't know what that, okay, all right. And that's why that shit be sounding like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You need to take a moment for that. That shit was great. Make some fucking noise for that, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> why, thank you, thank you. Appreciate it. But yes, I, I have to say, other than that, you know, the beat's catchy. You know, it's going to be on the radio for a little while, I feel like, because it's bopping. You know what I mean? It gives you something to fucking get dressed to when you're about to go to the club and, you know, fucking drinking them $2 drinks on Friday evening at the club. But other than that, I don't feel like it's anything really too special, in my opinion. It's just catchy. That's it. Yeah. I mean, she, well, G, what do you think about it? That is a song for the people. For the girls who drink four logos. Like I said, you know, you getting ready to go to the club. You know what I mean? He said the girls drink four logos. They drink four locos. You never know. It's not my thing, but you know. They drinking the four logos. They knocking them joints back. They going right across the street. With them hard mic lemonades. Across the street from the alley. MD twenty twenty. That easy Jesus. Oh man, ooh, ooh, oh, that yeah, shit. I got real, real specific. <laughs> you got real specific type of chick you're talking about. Mm-hmm. 
That's that still uh, 211 song. You know what I mean? Give me one of them tall boys. Yeah. Ice house. <laughs> when a girl says, give me a tall boy, I'm going to stop focusing. <laughs> Look, boy, go ahead and buy that 24-pack of natural ice. <laughs> <laughs> Only cost you $5.95. My God. Oh, man. talk about last week about the fact that her and Meek Mill were going back and forth and then all of a sudden the fucking song gets released and I'm no, sure we knew the song was coming yeah we knew that right but still we, know, we, we all knew a song was coming we know an album is coming to follow it's um, like we know Queen Radio is coming back yeah, tomorrow <laughs> by the time y'all hear this you know Queen Radio will have probably gone off when she's gonna talk about and address all of this shit so she just basically revived all of her platforms. And I'll keep it light. I'm not going to, you know, unless y'all really want to dive into the her and me shit. Mm-mm. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Go to church, leave me alone. That's where I ended that too. <laughs> but when Meek was like, your bag getting low. What, what other, I mean, besides... I know she has, like, the makeup shit and uh, I think a, a few endeavors in fashion. But outside of Queen Radio and rap, and anybody can correct me if I'm wrong, Uncut Nation, correct me if I'm wrong. You know, any any of the bombs that listen to this shit, correct me if I'm wrong. Outside of Queen Radio and rap, what other bag she got? She got that um that liquor that she got. That um. The, what liquor, liquor is that? She has her own liquor. Um, some nasty shit. <laughs> See, I look. I didn't even know I she had some liquor. Look, anybody who knows me, I drink. <laughs> yes. I don't know. Thank I you. I don't need to know what the fuck liquor you talking about. Um. Lila, our engineer for the day, told it was um it's our Moscato. Um, it's called Minx Fusions. Oh Lord! It looked disgusting. Came the name would already make me not want to drink it. Yeah, her Moscato. Yeah, I'm good. <laughs> well, see, a Moscato is a wet. That's even crazy. Yeah. Um. Sounds like it tastes and, like shit. And though. This is the thing. 
just my opinion. Certain certain drinks that even I'm not aware of, I hear women talk about. I have never heard this drink brought up in conversation. Hell no. And then again, the chicks that I hang out with, we drink shit like Jameson. So <laughs> you won't hear us talk about that shit. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a hardcore bunch. Hell yeah, we drink it straight, sir. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm, just, I'm just Googling it. It's some um, Moscato and Sangria wine. Yeah, I'll pass. I know chicks that drink Sangria. I know chicks that drink Moscato. But this has never been discussed. It's never been brought up. Oh, and I it's probably it. tried and it was disgusting. Yeah, but but that's what I was about to say. They even it hasn't even been a conversation. Oh, I've tried that the, the Nikki joint. It won't good. Mm. I've never heard of that. Mm. ever ever. Yeah, I look. So when you go for those who don't know and uncut that are under the age of twenty one, they can walk in legally and buy shit. <laughs> um, in the American Boys Club, as I call it, you know, the all-black chicken shop. Um, oh, gosh. They the alphabet tasting. store. Yeah, the alphabet store. They have tastings of different things. So, that's never been a feature. <laughs> I have never walked into a total wine, any grocery store that sells wine, um, any place that sells any spirit or fermented beverage where there was a ad or any type of posting or display that, hey, we're carrying <coughs> the new Nikki shit that she's endorsing. When Ciroc came out, it was advertisements everywhere. I have been in a store where a new flavor of Ciroc comes out and they asking about it. Y'all got this, y'all got this, nah. And the, and the people at the counter pissed. Nah, we ain't got it yet. We ain't got it yet. It's coming. And they got they know the date that it's coming. I ain't never heard nothing ever. I ain't even never heard Nikki say shit in her rap that she got. <laughs> she got it. She didn't advertise her own shit. <laughs> But the, the reason I brought up the song is, of course, the whole controversy. Well, it's not really a controversy, I guess. I don't know. Um, the whole her whole Rosa Park lyric when she says when she says when she says, and I quote, um, "All you bitches, Rosa Parks, uh oh, get your ass up." <laughs> I'm sorry, that line is still funny as shit to me. <laughs> Yeah, that, um, uh, hmm. I'm not offended. I think it was. I thought it was creative. <laughs> it just wasn't good. It wasn't the greatest, but it was creative. I. This is why I'm laughing, because there's just some things that I feel like. Yeah. You know, I'm not gonna get into because you made that one statement. Like right. now, I just feel like people are going. There's gonna be things people like and don't like. 
And they're not going to like everything you fucking do. And that's going to be one of the things right there. Just because you threw Rosa's Parks name into it and said, y'all bitches, Rosa's Parks, y'all can stand up. I just, uh, just don't, don't take it back that she doesn't, like, fucking respect Rosa Parks or nothing like that. Like, that's just ridiculous. Yeah, that's what the internet, the internet is saying. She, she doesn't respect Rosa Parks. Man. And um, apparently she, um, well, first of all, she released a statement saying she, um, she doesn't care. Yeah, Ooh. and you know what? And I, I applaud her for that. Because the more she feeds into it, it's just going to give people a leg to stand on. I don't, I don't feel like it's necessary to go in and make that a big discussion. I really don't. That's just my opinion. Yeah, I just think it wasn't good. Like, yeah. like the reference to Rosa was standing. It just wasn't a good lyric. It wasn't. It may have not been. But like I said, I don't feel like it was meant to be made. It wasn't a good lyric. Yeah. Yeah, yeah so. Yeah. But we'll, I'm sure we'll hear more about this on her next edition of Queen Radio. What did she even do on that show? Does she talk? Yeah, that's all she does. So she talks by herself? It's a, it's a podcast. It's a podcast? I can imagine sitting and listening to her for an yeah, hour talk. terrible because she released it. The song got released on the 107th, 106th birthday of Rosa Parks. Oh. Uh. Uh. That was, that, that's what made it even, it's just like, oh, so you're going to say that and then. On her birthday? Oh. When, uh. when, some, when people express that they don't. You know, see, this is one of those things, again, that I'm that person that's just like, you know, some shit is just like, you know, I mean, there's no point to talk about it. Like, I get it. I understand. It was on Rosa Parks' birthday. I just... It's just bad timing. Yeah, bad timing. I just, I feel there's just certain things that I don't allow to affect me, even even though this show is predominantly about that type of shit. You know what I mean? I feel like for even wasting breath on the having that as a topic as far as because she had it on the birthday and then she made the lyric. No, if anything, I feel like we should talk about that the lyric was shit. That's about it, in my opinion. I don't feel like there should be an offensive there, really. I That's think you should push it. That's what I was about it. to say. Like, regardless of the timing of the lyric, it's just a bad fucking lyric. Yeah, it's just a bad lyric yeah. itself, period. If she had named her song Rosa Parks, then I'm like, okay. Yeah, then we got a problem. We then we're like, okay, bitch, really? That was your reference? Like, you you really had to do it yeah. all the way? You had to go all the way with it? It's just a bad song. It's just bad. You would have went all the way with it. Right, right, right. It's just, it's just a bad song, that's all. It, it was just a bad lyric, period. Like, that's, that's not... And every MC has a bad lyric because in their head, it's meant to... Be received one way, and once it's said and people interpret it, it's just like, huh? Right. <laughs> or they understood what it was; it just wasn't good. Yeah, you know, sometimes when you're writing, it sounds good in your head. Right. You actually put it down. How many diss battles you go to, and somebody thought their disses was going to be dope until they do it, and everybody's like, hmm. Yeah. Look, you could have said that a little I different. Mean, I, that I wasn't mean, good. hundred <laughs> percent honest, y'all. Y'all and Uncut Nation can call me a goddamn fool and whatever. I didn't understand the lyric at all. Um. And by that, I mean, she said, all y'all bitches in Rosa Park, stand your ass up. The power of Rosa Parks was... Her sitting down? Her not moving. Right. Her not budging. Maybe it was her reference as in to like, y'all bitches get up so I can sit down. So she referred herself as in like the white person. 
Maybe I think that's where the offense. That's is that's in. where the offense is coming in. She's playing the position <laughs> of the racist ro- white person, telling y'all bitches as Rosa Parks, get your ass up, like bitch, get up. You can't sit in my seat. That's literally how the lyric comes across. Yeah, that that's exactly what it was. Yeah. <laughs> get your ass up. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly what it was. Bad reference, terrible rap line. That's what we're going to chop it up to. Yeah, yeah, that's all. She's, Nikki's tone deaf. She's yeah, she's trying, she's trying right now, man. She's trying. Forget, forget my ignorance. I don't understand how that was supposed to be a dope-ass line. I, yeah. We don't know either. We're just... <laughs> yeah, I think that's what we're all saying. That's yeah, that's what we're all... We all agree on the same thing. It wasn't a very good line. You know what I mean? I was just speaking on the fact that people shouldn't give it the attention that people are giving it. Put it like that. I think she may have did it on purpose. Yeah, she may have. It was just giving something to talk about again, but... No, I think they're giving it the attention is, one, Nikki made it a record, and she hasn't done so in a minute. Right. Two, that it's Black History Month. Three, it's Rosa Parks' birthday when it got released. So it was just like all of these factors tied into the conversation. It's just like, bitch, why the fuck would you do that? Bad publicity is just as good as good publicity. That's a Kardashian school. Yeah, man. Any any publicity is good. But look what we're doing. We're still talking about it. (laughs) (laughs) And we love you artists for allowing us, giving or giving us something to talk about. (laughs) We all knew it was coming. We talked about it last episode. Yep, pretty much. We knew it was coming. Yeah. yeah. We knew it was coming. uh, Speaking of new songs and new music, G, what do you have streaming for us this week? Uh, definitely not that shit. <laughs> <laughs> definitely not that shit. Uh, shit. Uh, D Smoke, Black Habits. That's probably gonna be one of the most repeated joints that I have, um, as far as me listening to. Cause even with the whole Netflix shit, I still felt some type of way about it. But I'm like, he's an artist that deserves to be where he is. I just don't like how it it went about. I can't say they went about it because I don't know how much he had. Anyway, fuck that. Um, two chains are true. No face, no chase. Denzel Curry unlocked. Uh, the Birds of Prey soundtrack. Uh, Pop Smoke, Meet the Woo 2. Galantis Church and Brent. Mm, I'm gonna fuck this up. Fayez, fuck the world. Mm, okay. Nothing, nothing jumps out at me, but. Huh? Nothing jumps out at he me. He said, but. huh? <laughs> <laughs> I said, nothing jumps out, but we'll, you know, we'll see what's, what's coming out. The only. The only thing that jumped out for real was the D Smoke joint to me. <laughs> to be quite honest. Um and I think that's because I watched the whole Netflix series. Okay. But once I analyzed it and saw that I it was more politics at play with that situation and him winning because Anybody who's watched it, who knows who D Smoke is, his brother is Sir. 
Okay. So, for them to pair him with a lot, like at the final competition for him to make a song, they paired him with TDE's producer. So he was at home. Exactly. Sir is signed to TDE. Oh, you know I know. So, yeah. So he, he, he was at home the whole time. So now it kind of felt like, I. Right, so this was kind of staged. But at the same token, not to take anything away from him, he's a hell of a fucking artist. He raps his ass off. He is an artist. He's not an MC. He's not a rapper. He is a fucking artist. He's dope as shit. So regardless of whether he went through the Netflix shit or not, had he dropped the project and I knew about him, he'd be strengthened. So it is. I just don't like the the Netflix shit that for the for the whole thing like don't don't insult my intelligence is my thing. Especially when it comes to the music. Don't do don't do that. It it makes me feel some type of way. But he is he's a dope artist, period. So I'm very interested and curious about what this album is. Okay, okay, that's what's up. We'll check those out. Um, check that out. You know, you know, I'm Team TD, so of course I want to check that out. So it might not have bars of death on it though. Well, I mean, I can listen to it. You know, I need bars of death though, but I'll check it out. You might not have no bars of death. You, you know, know what? Brazil is getting me through. I need a Locks album, yo. I, well, Griselda's getting me through until I get that Locks album. Griselda's doing the job, so I'm good. But the Griselda joint, man, look, even though it wasn't in my in my top for album of the year, that shit nuts. I told you, that was my fifth album of the year. That was my number five, Griselda. But, that, that shit is that shit is nuts, yo. So, Scan. What do you have for song of the week? Song of the week. Huh? Uh, Well, you know, like I say, I don't just listen to everybody. I just kind of, you know, I go where I feel like the music is different, not something that everybody's heard. Or, you know, um, I'm not sure. Are you familiar with this artist, L.E.S.? At the well, I think I am, but I'm, I'm not. Okay. Um, well, he's someone that I came across. It was a few songs, actually, like from, and I kind of like the way he flows. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not that typical now age of hip-hop. <laughs> we all know what I'm talking about. But I feel like, you know, he is on the newer side, but yet still kind of carries the old school flow that we like. Okay. Um, the song that I'm going to play is called In the Whataburger Drive-Thru, as much as that sounds strange. But. No, it's West Coast. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm going to go ahead and play this for y'all. We usually don't play, like, the full song, uh, so we're just going to give you a piece. One soda. <laughs> <laughs> all right, here he goes. There are hamburgers, and then there are hamburgers, <laughs> like the kind you get it. Whataburger, 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 Whataburger. Okay. Hey. 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 H
So that is LES in the Whataburger drive-thru. So I felt like that flow was pretty dope. I know it was a little sample there, but no, yeah, it was pretty dope. It, it feels like currency. Did you, did you get that feeling from that? It felt like currency. Um, old currency, old, well, currency now, Wiz Khalifa. Like, mm-hmm. it gave me that vibe. Yeah, you know yeah. So yeah, yeah, I definitely like that. Yeah, I did. Currency still that dude, yeah. Yeah, currency still dope. Yeah, I enjoy anything that has, like, decent samples on it. I've always been a person that was into the way a song was mixed. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Um, and if it can catch me just based off how you mixed it, that usually will automatically get my attention. And then I start listening to what it is that you're saying. Like, I think me and Jeeve had this discussion a few times in the past because <laughs> between him doing music um, and for A-game records and this, that, and the third that was the first thing. They was like, well, you don't like it, but you were you listening to what he was saying? I was like, yeah, but you know, if the beat don't catch me. Well, that's that's most, you know, that's how most women listen to music. You know, yeah, like it's, I, it's, I got to feel it first. And then after that, then I'll start to listen to what it is that you're saying. Mm-hmm. Now, there'll be even time, depending on who the artist is, even if I'm not feeling the beat off top, I'll go to listen to what they're saying and try to see if I can, if I feel it based on what they're saying. So, right. but yeah. Touched on pretty much everything that came out this week. Uh, make sure you follow us on social media. Make sure you um, like and subscribe and comment. Please like, subscribe, comment. We need those numbers. Trust me. Um, retweet. You, you hear me? You hear me? Uh, retweet. Hey, I'm with it. I'm I'm with the shit. Thank you. Thank you. I see what you're doing. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Um, follow us always on social media. Um, you can go to Words With Wade page on Instagram and Twitter and find all our individual accounts. Um, G is underscore G underscore L-I. Scan and scan. Scan, scan A1. 
Um, and don't forget to also check out uh, Sweet Talk. Um, it's the other podcast that I'm on. Sweet Talk? Uh, no, don't say that anymore. <laughs> um, I thought we agreed that you were not going to repeat that. <laughs> so, yeah, definitely go ahead and check us out on all the social medias. It's going to be three Sweet Talkers. as for Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Um, we just released uh, an episode number 35, I Can Be a Secret. That's by us on Sweet Talk. That just came out recently. I should have really been on that episode. Yeah, you should have, but My it's God. okay. <laughs> My God. You missed out. We'll catch you on another one. <laughs> I keep the best secrets. <laughs> shout, out, shout out to you and all the ladies over at Sweet Talk. I enjoyed it. Oh, appreciate it, sir. I'm glad that you had a good time. That was a really, really good episode, and he's referring to episode 34, to anal or not to anal, which I really recommend that you listen to because that episode was hilarious. We really just stepped outside the box when it came to talking about this, so it was really, really good. But we just released one was number 35, so feel free to check us out on Anchor, which is completely free. We're also available on Spotify and Google Podcasts and a variety of others as well. You can reach out to me and Skate and Scan A1. Like I said, three sweet talkers on all social medias. Yeah, we're, we're trying to figure out. keep writing that shit down. You see that? We're trying to figure out when I can be on the show. Because, like, <laughs> I'm, I'm so, I think my show will be called Vanilla. Oh, gosh. He's so full of shit. So and boring. that goes for anyone. Anytime you're listening even to this show as well, we're always looking for new guests. No matter what type of topic you want to talk about, we are more than open to it. Um, and we recommend it. Just send us an email and check us out. Appreciate the plug. You, as I told you last time, we, it's no way that show is going to be vanilla. No, nah, because I'm just so boring. Like, I don't do so many things. Uh, you keep saying that. Trust me. Just get on the show. Just get on the show. <laughs> the environment that you're going to be in. We make you completely and utter, utterly comfortable in your skin okay. to the point where you start talking about shit that you didn't know that you was going to talk, start oh, talking no, about. I'm, I'm super comfortable, just, you know. That's all well, we want. I'm born. The thing that I, that I enjoyed and appreciated was the dialogue. Yeah. That, that was the main thing. It was like nobody shied away from anything. Nobody pulled any punches. Nobody was... It, it wasn't... And that is our focus of the show. We really just wanted to be an open dialogue about whatever the topic that we chose for that week or whatever I guess at that time wants to talk about. Um, because like we always say, we like to have a judgment-free zone and we feel like there's a lot of things that people don't feel comfortable talking about. And for that reason, other things or those type of things affect them in their own personal life just because they're not able to discuss it. So we try to open those doors and make it available to everybody and just feel comfortable with yourself. It's good. That's good. Yep. Um, so I definitely recommend listening to Sweet Sweet Talkers and wherever my episode comes up, I will let y'all know. Absolutely. And that will also be posted on Scan A1 uh, social media as well. Are you funny? I'm telling you, that's going to stick with you. The street talk. Don't stop it because you sound like you're saying street walker. <laughs> it's that tone. No, stop it. Right? It's the, it's the double mic tone. You got to hit them. Man. It's going to stick with you now. All right. People uh, going to start hitting me. I'm talking about something. I got that $40. You better get the <laughs> fuck out of my inbox. Look. Look. Niggas are dying. See? <laughs> hey, man. Niggas are dying every day, me. Um, I'm with it. Uh, you know I'm, I'm. You know me. I'm, I'm gun to the head. Anyway. You know, let me stop incriminating myself on the radio. How about that? Um, let's <laughs> <laughs> stop doing that. Wait. <laughs> this is being recorded. Yeah. Let's let's stop doing yeah, that. Let's wait. stop um, right now. <laughs> anyway, so 
for Scan, for G, for everybody. Um, you may agree with what we say. Uh huh. You may not agree with what we say. Okay. But one thing you can agree with. What's that? We keep it uncut. Uncut. Until next time, we'll catch you on the internet. Cheer. Cheer.